this is how you guys keep getting audited. You cannot write off mileage and gas. You want to pick one or the other, and you always want to go with mileage. wanting to rush and, and set up their appointment. So everything is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm phone calls after phone calls and, you know, wait for this paperwork and wait for that paperwork and more phone calls. But it's great. I love tax season. That's like my best season ever. So. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I love tax season. It's that's, wonderful. Well, that's awesome. So do you only focus, do you focus on just personal? Do you do business and personal? Yes, I do business and personal. Okay. So, um, but it's two ends of the point, right? So for personal, I'm really good with numbers and making sure people get a maximum amount, okay. right? Um, increase their amount, making sure that they get the maximum amount legally. Mm-hmm. But for businesses and entre- entrepreneurs and self-employment, I'm making sure that they save money on their tax bill mm-hmm. because chances are they're going to owe, right? right? And so a lot of people don't understand write-offs, and mm-hmm. so they get really nervous. So for them, I'm more of, let me hold your hand throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. Let me take you through tax planning season versus tax paying season. So, you, you know, two different things. Yeah, break that down. Let them know. Like. Okay. So, let me sink in here. Um, so, tax planning season. All right. So, what a lot of people think that it's just tax paying season. There's right. one, one season, right? That's all we, we grew up on. Exactly. Right. But that's, that's not true. That is why people get so nervous when it comes to tax, especially entrepreneurs, yeah. right? Because you make all this money, as you should, right? Give me the coin. There you go. <laughs> you make this whole bag, and then it's like, okay, you're spending all your money, mm-hmm. as you should. You're investing all your money, as you should. But then when tax season starts creeping in, what do we do? We kind of get nervous, right? Because we're like, okay, how much am I going to have to pay? Yeah. Because all year we're not planning. Right. So tax planning season is six months out before you get, you know, to the new year. Okay. At that time, you want to either have a tax professional, a CPA, a bookkeeper, and you want to kind of use that as checking in, right? Okay. right. And so you want them to kind of review all of your finances to say, Nella, Jay, yeah. um, 
Nella, you should really do it. You make you make so much money. Are you pushing? Baby, you should yeah. really do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> him pushing me. Yes, because then you know you can handle one part. You can handle, and then you keep the money all in house. Mm -hmm. So before I, that yeah, was the plan. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll right. come back to that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 All right. So so mommy was. No, that's what you're good. Huh? There you go. <laughs> My mother was in real estate. Mm -hmm. I managed her real estate at. She had three offices. At 16, I was managing all three of them. So I was mm -hmm. always in real estate, mm -hmm. but I did not. I was so hard headed. It made sense for me to be in real estate, but because that's what I grew up in, I rebelled. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So I started doing collections and all this other stuff, which was great for my negotiations, right? Yeah. But then I started, I said, okay, it only makes sense. I'm in a field to where I'm, it's bonus structured. Real estate is the biggest bonus you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So you sell a house, depending on what state I'm in, I can make 3% the commission, 1.5% of the mission, commission. If I have the buyer and the seller, I can have 6% of the commission. So I was like, what am I doing in collections? Like, let me, yeah. let me go back to the right. Right. Let's go back home. Exactly. Right. <laughs> no. I don't even know why I looked at it. And that was the voice too. I don't know why you're tripping. Right. So um, I, I went back to real estate and then I started doing first time home buyer seminars because I, I love the twinkle in people's eyes when they get their first house. It's a hard process. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not gonna hold you. It's a hard process, it's very stressful. But the feeling of ownership that you get when you have your first property or your first investment home, it's, it's comparable to nothing else. So I wanted to help people get there. But people would come into the office with all this hope, and they would sit through the first time home buyer seminar, and they would have, and, and then they would say, oh, Shannon, I don't qualify. And it was always for one of two reasons, either their credit wasn't right, mm -hmm. or their taxes wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So I started praying to God, I'm like, okay, God, what can I do to supplement, because real estate is up and down. You yeah. can have 10 closings in one month, and no closings the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been a part of a community where hundreds of entrepreneurs gather together every single day discussing the book of the month, learning from moguls that are within their industries? No? Have you ever wanted a family that will push you further, not just in business, but in life? Well, I have the community for you. It's called The Morning Meetup, hosted by the one and the only David Shands himself where hundreds of entrepreneurs gather every single day to be able to learn from different beasts from all walks of life. Don't let me waste any more of your time. Go ahead, click the link in the description below. Get your spot today for just $1, and I'll see you on the next call. You don't want to miss it. Now back to the episode. I got tired of like um, seeing the up and down and the up and down, so I started praying. I said, God, let me either do credit or taxes, credit or taxes. Give me something that's gonna be in line with real estate so I can keep someone of the same niche, but at the same time, it can supplement and I can help the people and kind of keep them in the workflow, keep, mm -hmm. you know? So I said, okay. Um, then a young lady came to me, she's my mentor in real in taxes. Her name is Belinda Indu, shout out Belinda Indu. Mm -hmm. um, but she, she started, and I met her in a church setting. So I was like, okay, this is God answering my prayers. And so when I started doing taxes 
four years ago, it just took off. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to kind of still help my clients and then still keep them in my pipeline and still then help them with real estate. So mm -hmm. it kind of just went together. Yeah. That's awesome. So it, just, it, just, it just flew. Mm -hmm. So what you wanted happened. So you, you start from real estate, you rebel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. so like every child does. Right. Yeah. We all do it, right? Then you go back to real estate. Right? Mm -hmm. Then you start doing taxes. Mm -hmm. Then you meet somebody that got you back into what you really should have probably been doing, but now you're able to do both. You understand both sides of the coin, like yes. you were saying. Yes. Which I think is still So, how long have you been in a tax field? Mm -hmm. And you say you've been doing real estate since you were 16. So Yeah. So, I've been doing the administrative side since 16, but as far as a realtor goes, I've been a realtor for five years and I've been in the tax game for four years. So, and how many real estate licenses do you hold? Because I know for every state you have to have mm -hmm. a license for every state. So I'm only a realtor. I only have one license. Okay. To, so in Georgia, you only have to be, you, you can be a real estate agent and then you can be, belong to a board, which right. then makes you a realtor. Mm -hmm. So you're just high, held to a higher standard. Right. So that's what I have here. And then in New York, I'm an investment coach. Okay. So that way I don't have to go back to school for real estate <laughs> licensing. But my family is there, so it only made sense that I'd be able to take on those clients because mm -hmm. they're referring them, you know, and at one point I wasn't able to help them. It just didn't make any sense. I was right. passing off money left and right. It just didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So in New York I have that. And then I'm looking into getting my license in South or North Carolina because that's a sister state. Mm -hmm. So I just want to get to a point to where you can I'm, do everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And there's checks coming in yeah. from every direction, mm -hmm. you know, so th that's the plan. That's the goal. I'm going to connect you with Damien. Yeah. Yes. Damien Burr. Shout out to Damien. You see this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the difference between being a real estate agent and a realtor? Yes. What's the, what's the difference? So, as a real estate agent is just somebody who passed the test, right? You okay. pass the test, you get a real estate, you're a real estate agent. Most brokers now, they want you to be a realtor because you have a code of ethics. Like for instance, if Nella's a real estate agent and I'm a real estate agent or she's a realtor and I'm a realtor and let's just say, you know, you guys have clients, they've signed a contract. If I then try to, knowing, knowing that now these are Nella's con, uh, clients and I try to take them out, then she can go ahead and hold me responsible for that. That's that's the ethics code of ethics as a realtor. Okay. You know what I mean? If you're just a real estate agent, then you may not have those those problems, but you're just held to a different standard. Okay. On and then you pay a board fee and I was things say of that nature. Yeah. 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 If you're a realtor. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like an association. So like you know how like lawyers they're a part of the they're a part of a, um uh the, every state has a different. Uh, board mm -hmm. for every for every lawyer and everything else. So it's pretty much every industry has a, has an association. Or mm -hmm. yeah. Perfectly put. <laughs> yeah. I learned a little something in real estate class. A little shine, shine. That's where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. how we all right now. <laughs> so during tax season, what is the how how many clients do you maintain during tax season? You know, you're looking for any new ones. Yes, I am always looking for the for new ones. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm always looking That's for new ones. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so right now I have about 150 clients. Ooh. Um, 
and I've been doing everything by myself. Mm -hmm. So I've just added on um, people like teaching people how to do taxes and then offering them job placement because I have a lot of clients and it keeps me, you know, working. And as we're learning mm -hmm. in these different courses we're taking, if I'm always working, I can't scale other places. Right. So I'm transitioning now. I still have my, my clients that are like, no, we only want what you to do right. So, I mean, I, I'm wanting this year to get to 300 clients. Um, and I want to do more entrepreneurs because you know, like I said, it's it's just a, it's two different things that you have to do. It's two different methods, two different strategies, and that's why I don't call myself a tax preparer. I call myself a strategist because I the questions that I'm asking as soon as you sit down is what are your goals? Right. Because if you tell me what your goals are, then I know what I need to make your taxes look like. Mm -hmm. I know that we can't put a bunch of deductions on. I know that okay, no, you need a bunch of deductions, or you know. Or I need to tell you where to invest your money so that you have a tax deduction. So there's different things that, you know, I have to do. But right now I have about 150. 300 is the goal, though. Okay. Yeah. 300 you shall have. Oh, speaking of yes. yes. So I know, okay, so we have the business, Shannon. Mm -hmm. But you have two bundles of joy yeah. at home as well. So what is that like balancing being mom? Lord, I'm still figuring it out. Can I say that? Yeah, so I'm still figuring it out. Every day is something different, but you know, with places like the morning meetup, with people like you guys, with people that I can call and say, hey, Nella, this is what's going on, with um, get a Myron Golden, just all the courses that we've been taking, I learn something new every day that I'm implementing. So. I will say this, I'm a lot further than where I was a year ago, yeah. as far as balance goes, yes. right? So I always compare it to like when you're at the um, at the DMV mm -hmm. and you there's always a long line, right? And so you get on the back of the line and maybe an hour goes by and you look back, you're not quite to the front, but you're not as far as where you were. So that's how I... So um that's how I think about it. I'm not quite to the front, but I'm so far from where I started. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what how do you because it's amazing to see to see um like are your kids do they ask you about your work? No, not really. So my daughter, she's three. Mm -hmm. She was named after Game of Thrones, Arya. Yeah, put that in there. Um, and then my son is Josiah. He's one. So right now she's in a stage where um, I'm noticing where she wants to be just like mommy. She doesn't know how to ask me, well, "What do you do, mom?" She 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 knows that she thinks I'm important. But yeah, you know she knows. She that, knows you're right. Important. She knows that I'm important, but she doesn't know quite what I do. But it's now she's asking me like for the past couple of weeks. It's, Mommy, can I wear my hair curly like yours? Or, Mommy, can I do wear a princess dress like yours? Like, it's always like yours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it gets me in the space of knowing, like, they're watching. Mm -hmm. and, and with them watching, they're soaking everything up. Mm -hmm. And so that's what keeps me going. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My daughter, she's kind of, she's one. And so she's kind of taking that in, too. Like, I'll look over and she'll she's have so her fake phone. Thank you. She's so cute. <laughs> she'll have her fake phone and she'll be saying, like, like she's having business calls yeah. and stuff. 
and she'll come to my computer and type away like she know what she's doing. You like, had to type on your computer? Girl. I had no choice, but <laughs> right, I had no choice. It's either that or crying. Yeah. I, I choose my poison. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Josiah, he's like, but he's so heavy here, and I'd be like, don't touch my computer. <laughs> like, back up. <laughs> yeah, I recently back just up. got her, like, um, like an old keyboard. Because my dad, he does, um, yeah. I got her an old keyboard, and she sits down next to my desk, and she'll just start clacking away. Like, really? Mm-hmm. relationships didn't last because 
I see myself going to another place that the person she I was did. with didn't. They were too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So can you can you touch on? Yes. Um. So basically, let's start with friends first. Yeah. You know those those memes that's like, oh, my friend circle is so small, it's just a dot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, if that was a face, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> it was it was always to a point to where I was always trying to fit in. Then I got to a point to where it's like, you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. You're not supposed to do it. But I, I, didn't, I, I never understood that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And then I, then I started realizing you weren't going to fit in because you weren't equally yoked to even your friends. Right? Yeah. They felt Ooh. where they wanted to be in five years, that's not where you want to be. Yeah. So, you know, where they may want to be in the club, well, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But what are you doing from Monday to Friday? Mm-hmm. You know, no judgment, yeah. but there's got to be some sort of growth. So if your goal is to be in the club every day of the week, that's fine. Yeah. But that's just not my goal. Right. You know what I mean? So I had to, so with friends, I, I, I didn't have a lot of friends, but and it, and it was okay, you know. I always thought it was because I was an introvert. Then I started realizing you're not an introvert because you can have a conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like your energy is always there. You're always a, a fun-loving person, but you're around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as family goes, sometimes you gotta get to a point to where even your family you gotta cut apart. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Even so. the closest to you. Yeah. You know, I've had to cut off at some certain times of cousins, like yeah. cousins that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Certain times in my life, I got to cut off my mother. And not in the aspect of cutting her off, but if I know that I got to study this week and I know that when me and you get on the phone, it's like, girl, you know, because that's me and my mother's relationship. Mm-hmm. I love my mother to death. Yeah. But we, we talk about a lot of stuff and it's not conducive to what I'm trying to do at that time. Yeah. Unless it's real estate because she's a guru. You know what I mean? But if it's something to where I need to just hone down and just focus and study on something, then I know that I need to cut out my brothers, my sister, because we have such a good relationship and we're going to get on the phone and stay on the phone for hours. It's like, okay, you got to cut that out. And as far as a relationship goes, it's crazy you said that because on the drive here, I'm still, I'm, you know, everything's still fresh. So I'm still thinking, you know, so I, I'm thinking on the way here. I, I was always the type of person that wanted to help people, yeah. you know. My mother, growing up, my mother would tell me, like, okay, you always want to bring home every straight cat. And mm-hmm. and I know that that sounds harsh, but my mother's South African. Yeah. So they say they things. serious. Yes. It's, it's cutthroat. It is. And so she doesn't mean it, like, but I would always be like, Mom, you know, this, this girl is having problems at home. Can you fix it? You know, um, mom, uh, her dad is hitting on her. Can you, can you fix it? Like, she's always saying, like, you're always bringing home everything that you want to fix. So Mm -hmm. something in the back of me kept telling me through every level that I went through, like, you're supposed to speak about it. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to speak about it. You're supposed to speak about it. And I started thinking, like, yo, if you want to help a certain type of woman, you can't help that woman if your your husband is trying to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like that takes away from everything that you're trying to do because they need to see you up here if they're gonna learn from you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna want to learn from somebody that they see on the same level same as level them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm here, you exactly, exactly. So I'm like, okay, it would have never worked because God wanted me to do something totally different, and where He was taking me 
it would have I would have never been able to do it. Yeah. I would have never been able to do it. So, That's so amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I. I what you said is so real, right? Like, I think, especially nowadays where everybody wants to coach, mm-hmm. right? But how you coaching when you're not together, you right? And it's okay to want to help people, and it's okay to 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 want to be this coach, but you have to get you together, there right? You because eventually, that's those things will start to come out, yeah. right? So it's like, so do you, I guess even in your your your, your relationship you you were in, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel like the like being an entrepreneur played any part of it? Like, was there a, yeah. not having time? Like, because I know how us guys are, right? I need my time. Y'all watch our time too, but mm-hmm. we may not, you know, stress it as much. But it's like, yo, like I want to feel appreciated too. You know, sometimes it's, uh, like being full time entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we we grinding, we yeah. doing a hustle, right? Mm-hmm. And and now the time is being taken away. So do you feel like that may have played a little? Part in it? Um, maybe for certain people. Okay. Not not for me. Okay. And I, I say it to say this. If you with somebody who understands what you do, mm-hmm. then that's that's not that gonna be, be a, right. Yeah. It's not gonna be an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you with someone who even they don't do what you do, yeah. but they understand you in your lane, let me play my lane, yeah. and then they also understand that besides a marriage, you your own person too. Yeah. So you have to be able to grow in different areas. Yeah. And if my lane to grow in is entrepreneurship yeah. and your lane to grow in, maybe you don't you're not interested yeah. in being an entrepreneur. That's okay. Yeah. But your lane to grow in is trying to take over this Fortune 500 company, but you still want to work with someone, that's fine. But allow me to stay in my own lane and do what I need to do. So, no, that wasn't my issue. It could play a big part. My issue was both of us were too bold and we kept clashing. So, instead of allowing me to be in my lane and man it, some men, I I don't know about you, K-Star, but some men, (laughs) they want to... It's like they want to be the breadwinner. They they want it to be they want to be the person that saved the day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you have someone who they're saving their own day and, and maybe you're not in that space to save the day yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I love married couples because I feel like it's not it's never a hundred percent. It's yeah. always a hundred and fifty percent always yeah. that you're supposed to give. Because it might be one point where you can only give 50%. For whatever reason that's going on, that was going to have to come in and give 150%. You know what I mean? So that wasn't the case, though. It was more so he always wanted to play 150 when maybe he could only give 50%. And he he didn't like the fact. Exactly. He didn't understand or like the fact that I could do 150. And that's not a bad thing, but it is a bad thing. Yeah, it's a surprise in a way. I mean... Especially for guys who raised a certain kind of way. Number one, you hear hear the household, take care of your family, this, that, and the third. So it's a whole lot of pressure for a lot of, you know, for us in general, right? I think also it's a, a sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say selfishness, but it's, it's hard for a lot of men to see strong, independent it's women. It's an ego can, booster yeah, for them yeah. and they can take care of their woman. Yeah, and, and, but, and it's hard for them to see a woman make more money than them. Like, yo, but what if that's only in. What if that's only in a part of the year? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I would think, and and again, I, I you know, men. How would it be booking that money? Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Do you see? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's crazy mm-hmm. to me because it's kind of like if if you're not, 
is about. You're supposed to, you know, yeah. be there always. And yeah. it shouldn't matter if you make it this much or that much. A good woman is going to step in and they're going to say, okay, I see you only at 20000 Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and get this other two hundred and fifty thousand. Let's get it together. Right. And then there might be a time when it's not tax season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now you gotta pick yeah. up. Yeah. That's the way. I mean, that's what. It, when you get married, you're gonna be together for what thousands and thousands of years. That's yeah, what you want to think. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be right. forever. So you can't expect to be on top for forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So well, you got that problem, that ego. Yeah, and I think in in those I don't know you know the situation, but for a lot of for a lot of guys or a lot of people, it's that sense of that power, that control, yeah. right? So it's like I need to be the breadwinner because I need to control this situation. I need you to depend on me, yeah. right? So you got a female who's like, you know, I love you, I want you because I love you. I don't really need you necessarily to take care of this. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm doing. You know, saying so for me, yeah. Sure, let's get this money, yeah. right? That's how how I I don't even understand how you know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. like, I don't even want to know. Like, just be great at what you love, what you do. Bring it back. Cause I know we gonna we gonna shout. I'm gonna be the beat. We gonna yeah. be great together. I just I don't know. I just feel like maybe I'm just different. You know? But I know. Get this money. Like, no way. It's only gonna help us out in the end. Yes, yeah. out in the end. Vice versa. But you know, you know what? I commend both of you though. And let I'm, let me tell you why. In real estate, when I used to do like the um. The standing in front of the rooms and speaking, you have to edify the other person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, you know what edifying yeah. is, right? Yeah. So to, for the person who may not, there you go. Yeah. You gotta edify the other. And what it does is it allows people who are watching to know that you have the same respect that you want the room to have right. for that person. Yeah. You two don't do anything without edifying the other person. So I definitely commend both of y'all because anything that you're talking about, let's say we're on morning meetup or wherever, mm -hmm. and you're saying something, it's me and my boyfriend are doing this. This mm -hmm. is what we're doing. Same thing with Jay. Mm -hmm. It's me and my girlfriend are doing this. So not only do y'all let it know, like, look, we're a union. We yeah. can't be separated. That's, right. that's it. All y'all trying to do it yeah. is not going to happen. It's not going to happen because he's not going to allow it and she's not going to allow it. Right. So I definitely Men both of y'all, but you don't see that very often. Yeah, I mean, I think even for us, we understand that where we are right, where we are right now doesn't happen without each other, mm -hmm. right? Like for us, our strengths are my weakness and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, you're great at what you do. Do that. I'm not trying to step on your toes. I'm not trying to do your job. Yeah. I can't do what you do, and I don't want to. Yeah. Right? And I think that's a problem in a lot of relationships, especially when number one, it's hard to find entrepreneurs in a relationship who want to build, right? That's already hard. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to find a spouse who, I would just speak for me, previous relationships, like before her, like finding other females who just wanted more out of life, mm -hmm. and was like, it, it was hard. It was yeah. hard. It was always, yo, what can you do for me? Yeah. Are you taking me out? Yeah. I got my hand out. I need you to do. I'm going to take care of too. Did that scare you though? Like yeah. since, since no. she was the first, because a lot, I, I hear that a lot. Like, you know, they'll be like, oh, I wasn't used to that. So mm -hmm. it kind of, because some people are so used to um, chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That they create things yeah. when it's not chaotic. Not you know what I mean? So, and then it ends up becoming chaotic. Yeah. So I, I would say on my end for him, so he wasn't used to, 
I'm not gonna say he, it, it scared him off. Well, obviously it ain't scared him off because he's here. But <laughs> but I would say he definitely wasn't used to a woman catering to him mm-hmm. the way that I do. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying not not saying that they didn't cater to the to him in his their own way or whatever the case may be. But like for example. Um, took him away for his birthday mm-hmm. last year, and he was like, "Yo, ain't nobody, nobody ever did this for me, mm-hmm. and we weren't even together yet." Yeah. So those those kind of things, like the cooking and everything else, like there are things that I that he has expressed to me, mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I've never had anybody be like this with me, or I've never nobody's ever been like this way, yeah. the way you are." So I think in regards to he was already mentally prepared for a woman when it came to the business side, mm-hmm. but when it came to the things that in the in the personal area in the mm-hmm. relationship, I think those are the things that topped it off. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> so how did you? Because you know you have a, a story too. You know what I mean. So how did you not let whatever any? Because obviously there's things that go wrong in a relationship prior to otherwise you two wouldn't be together you right whoever you were with right so all those things that went wrong in your relationship how did you still keep the mindset of i'm going to submit girl sometimes i still be working yeah i still work on it because i'm I, i'm really i like to control everything mm-hmm. i like everything <laughs> Sometimes he lets me take the raise. Yeah. He lets me take the raise, but I like I I honestly do like to have control over every situation that I can possibly have control over. Mm-hmm. If I feel like life is going haywire, I'm like, okay, how can I rein it back in? Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 very much like an alpha female. Yeah. Um. So for me, just just learning um how to step down it's still a learning process and mm-hmm. you're like okay listen like trust me we butt heads sometimes it's hard it's hard it's, hard. it's so hard <laughs> we definitely butt heads but i am learning okay take a step back let's see what he does mm-hmm. and then if i need to step in if i need to give my opinion then give it and sometimes my delivery in my opinion is not always the best mm-hmm. it, it comes out wrong or it comes out very very strong but Mm -hmm. um, it's a learning process it's really just the other person has to be willing Mm -hmm. to a teach you Mm -hmm. because that's what he teaches me how to communicate with him Mm -hmm. and everything he teaches me babe like if I'm feeling this way I'll I'll need your opinion yeah so that he has to be with the other person has to be willing to teach you yeah um, because every person in every relationship is different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have to be willing to learn. See, that's that's the part that I'm learning now. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I hate when people, anything can happen and it's always something that you could have done better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always a learning process. I don't care if it's you cross the wrong street, you need to know that this was mm-hmm. a street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, you know, something that you could have done different. So I'm looking back and I'm seeing the mistakes that I made mm-hmm. and that I could have changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that was one of them. Yeah. I don't know how to sit back. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you just said, like, mm-hmm. you know, when he's saying, like, if I'm feeling this way, this is how I, I don't, it's not the time right now. Yeah. Because then also it's a better time where he can actually receive what you're saying. Right, right. 
me, I'm like, no, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Trust me, I still have those moments too. You don't hear what I got to say to me now, But it's bad though. It is. It doesn't. It doesn't solve anything, right? Because now you're trying to express how you feel in a heated moment. Where now, like, listen, it happens all the time with us, right? Like. We're both still trying to figure out how to talk to each other, how to communicate. It's time, so I'm just like, yo, not right now. Yeah. Like, allow me to cool off. Because, like, for me, I can cool off and not care about what happened five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Her, no. She'll hold it until whatever, right? Which is not healthy, right? Because yeah. you have to learn how to, number one, sometimes it don't even be worth all that, right? Mm-hmm. But now you're so hot, and if you felt unheard, you're going to hold on to it till however long, mm-hmm. right? And for me, it's like, it, listen, we'll be on the phone, I'm like, yo, I'm just calling you back. No, you won't still, yo, just let me hang yeah. up. Yeah. nothing's, <laughs> like, nothing's gonna get better right now, right? I'll be ready to make that two hour drive. You did not just hang up on me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, and it's, 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 um, it's little things like that that causes friction that shouldn't be friction. Yeah. Right? It's little things like that that end up breaking your relationship apart because you just have to, Say your part right now, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, if you both cool down mm-hmm. and talk about it later, yeah, you are now willing to hear each other mm-hmm. and really understand where each other's coming from, yeah, and have solutions. It has yeah. solutions, yeah. right? And I think if more people thought about it that way, where it's like, for me, I'm, I, I hate arguing, mm-hmm. right? I try to not argue, but you'll have that person that's picking, that's mm-hmm. picking, that's picking. And eventually you blow up. Yeah. And you, you see people do crazy stuff all the time. Where yeah. It's like, yo, I, I didn't, I, I can't, I can't take no more, yeah. right? And people go to all kind of extremes. You have to then work on yourself. Shannon, is it, is it, is it work me? Having to get my point across right now. Do yeah. I have to do this right now? Is it even worth that? And I think the problem is that we don't talk to ourselves enough. Yeah. In those situations. We just want to be heard. You have to hear me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't hear me, I'm going to make you hear me. Yeah. And now you're just making a bigger problem. Yeah. And now if the relationship don't work, you're looking like, there's another relationship mm-hmm. that don't work, right? Yeah. So, like, even when we met, it was, it was, I had already told God, like, yo, the way that I'm dating is not working. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for her. At all. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I'm good. Even when she came, she's like, you're the one. I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, yo, I'm cool, right? She, you know, persistent and, you know, added value. And, you know, she started doing all these little things. But I had already told myself and I already told God, like, yo, I wasn't a way I ever long, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to figure out what I'm doing wrong. In these relationships, that's not working for me. Yeah. I care who came next. It was just like, yo, all right, right now it ain't working, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we go through situations because we just not willing to change. We think nothing's wrong with us, right? Like I'm 35. I well, how about 35? I'm 32, 33. I forgot. But how about One of those I'm ages. <laughs> and I was literally just looking like, yo, this not working. Yeah. Right? Like in my situation, like all right. I found myself pulling somebody to a destination that I didn't want to go to. It was mm-hmm. comfortable. That's cool. I love you, but I love me more. Yeah. Right? I'm not about to keep trying to string this on and we know it's not going nowhere. Yeah. Right? And now we probably can't even be friends if we try to force this to work. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get out now, still be able to be cordial with you. No problem, no hatred. Right? But I got to love me first. Yeah. And a lot of times we stay in situations too long 
Because it's like, oh, I didn't mess up the time, there's energy into this person, oh, they love me, now I don't want to start over. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing, I don't want to start over. Yeah. I was cool with stuff. But you don't want people to be right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I told you you shouldn't have yep. without her, yeah. and I told you he was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're trying to force it, you're miserable at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so I think it's all I think it's all of that. I think we just need to be able to just understand that, yo, I'm not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Should have listened, but I didn't. Just like you said, I rebelled. My mother been in real estate. Mm-hmm. I probably could have been ten times more. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, if right. I would have stayed, you, you right. could have been at that three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that would have been your story. Yeah. Your story right now. You're able to now talk to other women about your story. Same thing with her. Y'all probably could kill the stage together. So if you started talking to the one, get out there, maybe I said, "Oh, they're gonna be cool." They got stories related, mm-hmm. right? You're not the women that you are today without the story. Right? She's not able to to give me what she gives me right now without the story. But all I heard, all the trauma and all that, she's not able to now look at me and be like, oh, he's the one. Mm -hmm. Now I know how to treat him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we still got some things to work on, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with me. I've been through some stuff too that now makes me appreciate everything she brings to the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think in in general, in, in, in life, it's like I was willing to look at myself and fuck me. Most of the times we won't do that. Well, my relationship with her, because he did that. All right, well, why did he do that? It might have been a reason why he did that, right? Like, what could you have done better, right? And if not, ooh, sometimes people just, they just, whatever. They crazy. And sometimes people do things because, yo, I don't feel like I'm hurting my relationship. I don't feel like I'm appreciating my relationship. You ain't gonna appreciate me, I'm gonna find somebody else that's going to, yeah. right? And that was like, all right. For me, it was like, yo, I've dated my whole life. I ain't married yet. Like, you remember when you was a kid? By 30, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be married, and this kid, mm-hmm. and everything's gonna be perfect. I was like, this ain't working. Yeah. Christmas, no, I gotta figure this out. So I had already told God, whatever. So when she was came that to your me, dream, though? Like, when, with, like you just said, was that like when you were, did you say, like, okay, when I'm 30, I'm gonna be married? I don't know if I said when I'm 30, but I've always wanted to have my own family. Okay. I was adopted when I was younger. So. Okay. I never really had that support growing up and never really, you know, I was looking for love in all, all the wrong places, just like majority of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Respect that opposite sex that treats you like the person that didn't treat you, that mind that father figure, mm-hmm. right? So that was me growing up. I just, I just love females, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I just got to the point where I just, as I started maturing with the personal development and all that, the mind started to change. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm just saying this for the sex. Yeah. I'm just saying this for, for this, but you're not really making me better. You're not making me. So you find, I found myself just being like, I'm in these relationships too long and they're not going nowhere, right? I don't want to do it number three years and then I'm back and start over. I don't want to do it number four years and it's like, so when she came along, she was like, yo, you're not, it's like, you want to show me. Yeah. But I already knew who I was though, right? I, I already I knew what I brought to the table and I was I was I was cool with being where I was as far as like single mm-hmm. for however long it took. Mm-hmm. I told her that if you if, if I'm who you want, you gotta show me. So now being an entrepreneur, you start to think different. Mm-hmm. It's only a certain caliber of people that you want, mm-hmm. you know, even even a, allow that to be a part mm-hmm. of, you know what I'm saying? So and that's where I was at with it. So it's like now like once again, seeing, seeing, hearing the success, right? Understanding what you do. And then it's like, all right, but now what's next, right? So so for you, are you now looking for the next relationship or? 
In life, everybody is not allowed on your way up. You have to understand that in order to go up, there's a capacity of things that you can take with you. Stop overloading the elevator of life. Only the essentials in life can go up with you. Everybody can watch you fall. Have an amazing day.
I needed him to love a Proverbs 31 woman. And so with me needing that, I got to change me and what they see. You know what I'm saying? So I know when that Exactly. Exactly. I got to become the woman and then I have to tell the story so that it's like, okay, now somebody else going through that may not have to go through that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I, I'm nowhere near wanting to date because now I feel like whoever I date now, they they, they probably gonna have hell to pay. Yeah. Because like it's kinda like you got some healing to yeah, do. Yeah, I got some healing to do. A and B, I know what I want. So the first sign of red flag, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm yeah. not I'm not doing that yeah. making excuses mm-hmm. for the red yeah. flags no, no more. That's actually an orange flag. Yeah. <laughs> questions now. Yeah. You know, I want to know what your childhood was like. What did you do? How? What's your relationship like with your mother? What's your blood type? Yeah, you know, like, what, what cereal did you eat when you was growing up? Right. Was it Captain Crunch or not? You know, so I, I have to ask a million and one questions now, but like I said, I'm, I got to work on me so that I'm, I can be the woman that God wants for me to be. So that I'm, I'm nowhere near there. <laughs> and that's understanding though, because like I'm going through what you're going through, um, or have overcome. Let me say. Thank you. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of whether male or female, they don't take the time to take self inventory and be like, okay, what is it that? And that's why I was able to point him out as soon as we started to get to know each other is because I took the time to take that self inventory and be like, okay, what is it that I do want? What is it that I don't want? What is it that I liked in the past relationships that I want in the next person? What is it that I didn't like? And so that's like, you're going through that right now of being able to discern so that when you see it, you know, this is the person. Yeah. yeah. And that's why like, I was able to tell him, I'm like, look, God God got a nice long list. Trust and believe. I was, I was, and he, I was like, God, look, if you don't check these boxes, I don't want them. Don't send yeah. them my way. And I definitely, along the way, ended up getting those tests. Okay, you say you want this man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send somebody that look like you, that person. Mm-hmm. See what you do with him. I failed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Ain't going to lie to y'all. But it definitely, it, it, it changes how, did it come quick though? Like when you finally get into a space where you start praying and you know, like you you know the power that you have with mm-hmm. God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like did it happen when you prayed for it? Did it happen quick? And did I no? Okay. It took a long time for me, but everybody's different. Everybody's different. So for me, it took me a couple more lessons mm-hmm. before he came. Yeah. So my my divorce happened, and I was like, okay, obviously I don't want the man to put his hands on me. So what's next? And I didn't really step, take a step back to really evaluate the relationship and past relationships. And then on top of that, I was always, we, we've talked about this in the past episode, I was always the person that went from relationship to relationship to relationship. So after my divorce finalized, I was like, I don't want another relationship for however long. Took about a year to myself and then I got to another. Everything was good, then it changed at the drop of a hat. Um, and like you said before, sometimes it's something, it may just be an energy that we give off that makes somebody.
finally feel like it's okay to be a certain way with us. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize it's a certain energy that I was giving off to make men feel like they could have affairs and cheat on me and do all these other things mm -hmm. when I'm the full package. Like, you ain't gonna find nothing better than this. Mm -hmm. So, I like, I had to become that woman. Mm -hmm. So once that second, once the incident after my husband happened, I was like, huh, all right, there's a pattern here. Mm -hmm. I ain't liking this pattern. Yeah. And then I had one more test. And then once I, I erased that person out of my life, granted some things happened, had my daughter, everything else. But once I took, I removed him out of my, he was removed out of my life and I prayed over it. It was like, look, if this situation is not conducive to where I need to be, it needs to go. Yeah. And I prayed the same stuff with him. Because I felt myself falling for him. And I was like, Lord, if this isn't supposed to be, mm -hmm. I need him removed out of my life immediately. She was falling hard, huh, Shannon. <laughs> she was falling hard. Huh, what does that look like then? <laughs> no, no, no. What does that look like? Don't get like? him started. <laughs> I tell you, you wouldn't Yeah, like, I, I, but I started to learn, yo, the moment you start having these feelings, turn and start yeah, and that's what I did. That's what I did with him. I was like, "Yo, like, if God, look, I really would sit here and talk to God, just like I'm talking to y'all. Mm -hmm. Look, if this is not, if this is not what it's supposed to be, He needs to go." And I love that, Nella. I love that. I love the fact that I'm around people that know their relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it takes a long time for you to get to that point. Yeah. It takes a long time for you to just sit there and be like, yo, God, I want you in every nook and cranny of my life. Like, I need you in every nook. It's only long because yeah. we fight it. Yeah, you're right. And that's what I was doing. You're right. We fight it. Mm -hmm. And that's when God has to, like, it's like he'll tap you. It's like a baby. They cry a little bit. You don't hear them. Then they get louder. You don't hear them. Then they get louder. Mm -hmm. Then it's like... I said, yeah. stop touching that stove. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's so refreshing because growing up, I was born, I was raised in the church, but you know, all of us. Yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, really? What? Both of them? How was that though? Because I know a lot of pastors' children, and they be like, eh, the, like the scope, the eyes, like always, oh, always, oh yeah. yeah. No identity. These kids be in the streets. Yeah. They be for the streets. <laughs> Look, obviously, I'm not for the streets. Like they like they they get older, they just want to rebel. Yeah. You know, you know, so I just think the problem, like 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 I said, like we fight it, right? So it's like once you understand that your life is not gonna go any way that you thought it was gonna go, like just just name me one way that it's gone exactly how you thought it was gonna go. You. That was after a while, but that was after a while you already had the relationship knowing how to talk to them, right? Yeah. So for me it was like you go from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, and you're like, yo, this ain't working at all. For me it was like. And this was this was everything. Like I thought I was gonna be traveling around the world doing my music. I thought my clothing line would be the biggest clothing line. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm this is how things supposed to go. I'm gonna have you know, one day I have a family, whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, yo, nothing's working. Yeah. Like nothing's going how I thought it was gonna go. Mm -hmm. But once I started letting go and letting go, like things were like Easy. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, okay, she came. And I adding so much value, I was like, yo. 
it's dope. She just makes me want to be better. All right, cool. More than me that we hop on there, we start reading books. And I ain't read, what, 13 books front and back of my life. My saw changed, mm-hmm. right? You start being around different, you know, different people, meeting people like you. I told her that, um, the one I say, yo, Shannon tell me this crap in, in the DR. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like little things like that, yeah. relationships where it's like, yo, but what if we want to join the call, right? Mm-hmm. Then we don't connect, right? And I just look at it that way, like, I'm like, Lord, however my life's supposed to go, just you just let me know. Yeah. And I'm just tired of making my own choices because it's not working. And I think once you do that, things just start changing for the better, right? So I wasn't looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was fighting it. Yeah. I'm praying for signs and she, And the signs was the there. Day. But I was cool with that, right? Yeah. I needed confirmation. I needed yeah. to know. The last thing I wanted to do was to jump in that relationship just to say I got a girlfriend. Yeah. Wasn't about to do that. Yeah. Right? And then it was like, all right, signs so start showing. I like, maybe. And once again, I was like, yo, you gotta show me. You gotta show me, show me. Not just tell me, you gotta show me. How you making me better outside of the physical? Yes, we know you're pretty, all that good stuff, but. Nella is a beauty, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's why she can't. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, look, yeah. I just feel like letting for me, letting go of that God, letting God, like it really started to change, like everything. Like it's, it, I can't even explain to you, like things that's happening now with the business, like having a client now in Atlanta, we in Atlanta right now, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to talk to you and connect with you. And, like the things that we see now that are possible that a year ago before her, I was like, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. That voice. Oh my God. I'm gonna yeah. do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But the way he puts things together, like, you know, it's so dope because, like you said, so my pastor always tells us, like, you live life in stages and levels, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, in order to get to the next stage, you gotta get to the next level. Yeah. So that's what I thought. And I started praying that, like, God, like, you know, Put me in 5149 relationships. People who want to pull you up. Mm-hmm. People who want to give you information. Yeah. Because I was around a lot of people who like, oh no, we don't want to tell you how to oh, do yeah. this. They yeah. don't. They want to give it to me. Yes. And I really thought that that's how everybody was. And God had to show me like, no, you're just around the wrong people. Change your whole environment. So I ended up going to, um, I had wanted to go see Eric Thomas for like the longest. I had been saying it for years. So I went to the 120 conference Mm -hmm. and I said, okay. But then that got me into the mentality of, okay, the way you felt after you went to change your mindset, you were motivated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you were transformational and not just transactional. Mm -hmm. So then I kept seeing David, she is, David, she is. I'm like, so then I watched one of his podcasts and then I saw something come up. And I said, you know what? Now I'm I'm subs- subscription queen. Yeah. I'm not paying the full year for yeah. nothing because I don't know, I, I don't like commitment. I don't yeah. want that commitment yeah. to it. But for some reason, I'm not, not gonna say so. the Holy Spirit said, yo, pay for the full year. Mm. The first couple of calls, it was like, li- yes, life changing. She joined the day before me and came back like, it was everything. I was like, for real? I'll be in there tomorrow. We've been in there. We're like sinker. Yeah. We're not sinking. We floating up in these parts. You see? Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. But I would have never got there had I not started. Because when you start 
beginning ain't good, your your prayers start changing. You start yeah. praying different. You know what I'm saying? Like your words, you saying SAT words that you never even knew you had in your prayer. Who these when I needed that score, that eighteen hundred score? Like, and you know I had that in me. Right. You know. So when my prayers started changing, I started running into people like you guys, and you know, just the networking and everything else, and then my business started going. Things like you said, things that I never thought were possible, mm -hmm. and I was, I was around businesses but I still didn't see myself now I see myself there yeah. you know what I'm saying like I see myself as that person mm -hmm. so you know shout out to God again Man, <laughs> all the yes. 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 yes that is awesome so do you have anything any tips gems anything for our viewers so before we wrap it up Yes, so let me talk to, I'll give you one for um, real estate. Okay. The DR Project, mm -hmm. okay? Um, you know this is the king and queen of Airbnb, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's only, only right, yeah. it's only yeah. right for me to bring up a Airbnb project. Yeah. So in the DR, there is a building. Um, well, actually, it was supposed Don't to be Don't tell me the name of the building, no. I will not. <laughs> That's our building. <laughs> I will not. You know There's a resort, right? And it was actually supposed to be a hotel. Okay. Well, because Airbnb is like, you know, a lot of hotels are shutting down because yeah. of Airbnb. They yeah. decided to make this a whole building for Airbnb, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you guys, if you guys are watching, you guys go through Nella and Jay, you know, so that they can get edify them because they're getting this information, you getting their this information through their source, right? So I want you guys to know that it's really cheap. There's one bedrooms, two bedrooms, three bedrooms. There are different programs for, um, you know, different wherever you are financially. Um, they're in different stages. You can go ahead and purchase one that's already done now. Um, or if your financial situation is not the best right now, but you know that it will be, they have financing to where you can put as little as 5000 down, okay? And then you have a full year to pay it off and then you still get your condo. It is fully owned. Um, you have title and deed. It's not something, and they will Airbnb it for you, you know, and you pay them a fee. Um, but that's not something you want to do because I recommend Nella and Jay doing it for you. Okay, so let me just say they're the best out there. Let me just say that. Okay, <laughs> even in a different country. So that's my gem for you for the real estate. Um, another gem that I want to talk about that I think we were talking about ahead of time, and you're like, okay, save that. Um, so let me make sure that I follow the question. Um, but I want to give you guys some free game on anybody who is about to get married on how you can capitalize on um, owning multiple properties, okay? So first of all, I commend whoever is on that wave that's like, okay, I want to get married. That is the best thing that you can come off of because I want to say credit-wise, now this is a credit gem too, credit-wise, what you want to do is you want to play off of each other's credit. Okay, that is the perfect thing to do because when you play off of each other's credit, I'm going to use you two as an example. Okay, mm -hmm. so now the first year you guys are married, you're going to play off of Jay's credit, right? Mm -hmm. And so while you're playing off of Jay's credit, you're buying these properties and his credit. Mm -hmm. Now, whenever you buy a property, you put a car in your name, whatever, a large loan, your credit is going to decline. Yeah. It's going to go right back up after a couple of months, but it's going to decline and you're going to, you're going to have to now take a pause, mm -hmm. right? 
and you're gonna have to start building your credit. But while you're doing that, now, exactly, now we're gonna use Nellas, right? And so now, if you were just single, you would have to spend a whole year not doing anything because now you're rebuilding. But when you are two as one, okay, you're rebuilding, exactly, exactly. You're ping-ponging after each other, and so you guys are taking over the world in real estate, all right? So that's the credit uh, tidbit. Um, for real estate, same thing. I want you to go out and get a triplex or a quadruplex, right? And so now, but now you're still single. You're gonna go out and get your property first, okay? You, I want you to stay in the property stay in the property, one of them. Mm -hmm. Because now you are actually avoiding paying investor fees. You can do the first home buy, first home buyers program yeah. to where it's maybe around three to five percent down. Okay, some programs you don't have to pay anything down. Mm -hmm. Right? You're gonna have to talk to a mortgage broker because I'm not a mortgage broker, so let me put that tidbit in there. Um, but so you're now living there, right? And so now you're avoiding those 25% interest um 25% down rates, right? You don't right. have to do that. Now that you're gonna do the same thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So now you have four units, and now you have four units. That's eight units that you guys are getting income from. That is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You're paying off the mortgage, you have a profit. You're also paying into the home. So now if you guys want to you know, start another business venture, you guys can always go back into the money that you put into a home and take out equity. You can't do that when you're renting. So that's another plus for purchasing, guys. Okay, now you guys are married. What it states is that if there's a life-changing situation, you can go ahead and get another mortgage. So now you get one together, and you buy another triplex or quadruplex. And so now you guys have 12 units, and you guys just got married. You don't have to work again if you don't want to. You know, so that's the play. That is the, that's a huge nugget, guys. Don't take that politely. That is the play if you guys are thinking about getting married or maybe you're engaged and maybe you want to stay engaged for a year or whatever the case is, that's the play for you guys. I want mm -hmm. you guys to know that. Um, and then what I'll say, uh, a tax play. So right now you guys are working, mm -hmm. right? So, and this is for my entrepreneurs that, because it's a huge myth that you cannot write off travel. Everybody says that you can't write off travel. You absolutely can. And that's how I know you guys have a great person who's leading you guys because there's a lot of people who think that you can't write off travel. Mm -hmm. At one point, you could not if you didn't know to do it correctly. No, that's wrong. That is a myth. The problem is, is you guys are going to the wrong tax preparers or strategists. You're going to somebody who's doing data entry. They're not asking the right questions, okay? And they don't want to do the extra work to make sure that you don't owe as an entrepreneur. Now, what you're going to do, which they already know, <laughs> what you're going to do is if you're going somewhere on the weekend, you don't just want to stay the weekend. You want to actually stay that Thursday all the way until that Monday. Why? Because now it is a business trip. You, but here's the key thing. You have to make sure that you do something that is business related. Mm -hmm. Business related does not mean that you have to go and have a, a five hour seminar. You can go to places online and just check and put in your, or, or even what is it called, the um, commerce club. They have, or a commerce building, they have that in every state. And in your commerce building, there's going to be different um, fields. And in those fields, you can kind of research what programs or what are they giving that week, okay, on that Friday or Thursday or Monday. And you can just go. 
go in, listen, and you're actually learning, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's something that's good for you. You do that once on that Monday, you make sure you get the receipt, um, make sure that you get maybe an email said that says you attended, now that's your proof, okay? You do that on that Monday, you do it on that Friday, or you can go out to eat, right? Yeah. So if I was traveling from New York here, I'm clearly doing a podcast. Now, mm -hmm. I would want to do this on Monday right. or or uh, maybe do a part two or maybe do it on Friday, do a part two on Monday. Now, I have receipts that I was actually doing business on that Friday and that Monday. So, whatever I do over the weekend is my business. Mm -hmm. They don't care, right? So, that is how you're able to write off your whole trip. I can write off my gas. Mm -hmm. I can write off my mileage. Now, here's another tax tidbit that a lot of people don't know, and this is how you guys keep getting audited. You cannot write off mileage and gas. You want to pick one or the other, and you always want to go with mileage, because mileage is going to give you, I think it's like 54 cents a mile. Excuse me, so as a realtor, I'm driving all over the place, right? right? So I might have 13,000 miles. That's already gonna give me maybe like a $2,500 credit. So that is the ways that we are equipped and we know about write-offs. We know how to not just say, no, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. No, we're going to ask the question, say, okay, well, Nella, did you go out to eat that weekend? What day was it? Did you talk about any business? Mm -hmm. The person that you talked about business with, you, oh, okay, so you did meet a client out there. Mm -hmm. You clearly have a contract, don't you? Right. You have a contract to show that you met with a client there. Mm -hmm. Okay, you were there the whole, okay, so what was your, your flight cost? What was your, your cost to stay in the Airbnb? Now you guys can write that off. There are plenty different write-offs to where, especially in your first and second year of doing business. Mm -hmm. The first and second year of doing business, the IRS is very lenient because they know that you're a new business owner mm -hmm. and they know that maybe you put out way more in marketing than what you made in. Mm -hmm. So they expect for you to take a loss yes. in your first couple of years, mm -hmm. right? And so those are the years that you should actually walk away with a check and not just, um, you know, owing, mm -hmm. okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. And not just, I got asthma. It's all good, it's all good girl. girl. You dropping the dodge. Facts. Y'all yeah, better be writing all this down. Yeah. She's taking a Let you finish your Yes. Um, <laughs> so, those are, these are the years that they're very lenient for you to do that, right? So, these are the, like last year, there was a form that the pandemic or the IRS came out with for the pandemic. So many entrepreneurs, clients of mine, they walked away with $10,000 checks, $13,000 checks because of this form. But a lot of tax preparers, or I'm sure CPAs knew about it, but a lot of tax preparers did not even know about the form because they don't do the course every year. See, everyone in my office does a course every year so that we can stay up to date on all of the new credits, all of the new forms, mm -hmm. all of the new things that are coming out, what, what is now um, a red flag, because they focus on something different every year. Mm -hmm. One year they might focus on fraud with um, child tax credits. Right. The next year they might focus on people who are doing um, credits for school and shouldn't have them. You know, so we stay up to date on all of that. So that's another thing I encourage you guys to ask your tax preparer. Do you have the certificate that shows that you did your CE credits, your mm -hmm. continuing education credits? Because if I'm only going to you because I'm used to you, mm -hmm. you know, then I'm the, the person who's preparing your taxes, 
they're kind of used to like, okay, well, I don't really have to work because I know Jay is going to be moved off of 5,000, so I'm going to stop at 5,000. Right. You know, they're not going to do the work to get you to when you could be walking yeah, away with 13,000. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so that's what I'm, don't get comfortable with who you're with. Ask them those questions. What courses did you take? Are you up to date, excuse me, on the different things that should be known for this year's fight? You know what I mean? So that is what I have. Awesome. awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate it. Y'all heard it here, okay? <laughs> the wonderful Miss Shannon Williams gave you guys all the nuggets, all right? But of course, Shannon, so we have a lovely little segment before we end this off, mm -hmm. the this or that segment. Okay. So we want to hear a few preferences that you might have, all right? All right? So, with that having said, I'm gonna do this off my off the top of my dome. So this is gonna be a travel edition. Okay. Because you know we love to travel. Oh. Yes. So South America or Europe? South no Europe. 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 She's Europe. like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 no, they got anacondas there. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. So okay. So a cruise. Chartered cruise or a cruise or a weekend week of those? A cruise. A cruise. Awesome. Awesome. Um, champ uh, 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 sipping champagne uh -huh. or a wine tour in I know. Well, guys, I hope you guys were enjoying your glass of wine during this episode because we were, you know, we were being a little more healthy this time around. Yeah. We had some water. We had some water. But if you were enjoying your glass of wine as we traditionally do here at the RV Podcast, please make sure that you always drink responsibly and do not drink and drive. Okay. But, okay, to finish it off, mm -hmm. um, would you prefer beachfront villa mm -hmm. or a hut in the mountains? A hut in the mountains? Mm -hmm. no. That's a, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the, another episode of the RV podcast everything relationship and this and we hope that you got something valuable out of this episode today so if you have some taxes whether personal or business you already know where to go the wonderful miss shannon williams and of course if you are looking for a real estate property whether investment or personal once again you know who to go to yeah. So, with that having been said, we are your hosts. I am Nella. J-Star. And have a wonderful rest of your day. You're probably wondering where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm actually at one of my properties, the Beach Cabana, but that's not why we're here. Did you know you are what you wear? I mean, everywhere you go, there's a brand here, there's a brand there. <laughs> You're probably looking at the brand you have on right now, and that's okay. But what does that brand mean to you? IMK Clothing is a brand that was created for the community. It doesn't matter your gender, your race, your religion, you are your brother's keeper. The mission is to inspire, to motivate, and to empower people to go out and do the same. So once again, I ask you, what does that brand mean to you?